How y'all doing? How y'all doing? This is Alvin from Trying Success on the Old Fashioned Network. Good health inside and out. I have an amazing podcast show today for you all. I have none other than the guru, the mogul for real estate, Mr. Artis. How you doing, man? Doing pretty good. Happy to be on the show today. Man, thank you so much for being a guest on the show. Man, I want you to relax and, 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 you know, I, I found artists on, on, uh, TikTok. <clears throat> and for you go from, you, you, you build houses, but you seem like you have so much fun doing it. You have a lot of fun doing it. Man. Act like, he, act like he just, is it always that much fun or you just be doing it for TikTok? No, it absolutely is. I mean, I think that it's, uh, you, you get the opportunity to see something go from absolute nothing, just dirt, grass, and you, you're able to see it come to life. Something that I sketch out on a kitchen table that, you know, and, and it comes to life right in front of you. And I can do that over and over and over and over again. Uh, so I just love it. I, I can tell, man. I can tell you really, really do like it a lot. Let me ask you something. I, before we get over into this interview a lot, I want you to tell the people a little bit about yourself and who you are and what you do. Absolutely. Okay. My name is Artis Edwards. Um, down here in Texas, uh, basically we develop, construct, and manage multifamily housing. Uh, so, like I said, I started out in property management back in college and started taking jobs that had to do with this industry that I'm in. Mm-hmm. So it was well-rounded. I was a finance manager. I was a, uh, a property manager. I was a construction manager. I was a sales consultant for home. So basically, I just took all this information, put it together, and created the business that I do now. So you went and got a, a, the working knowledge of everything it takes to be a real estate developer. Absolutely. A little Absolutely. bit of time it made it happen. Yep. I'm pretty much, I'm a hands-on learner, mm-hmm. so I need to get in it, and I need to do it. I need to see it. I need to see all the moving parts, and then it just clicks for me. And I'm saying, okay, done with this time for me to go down the number side. So I you know, took the finance manager job okay. and it was all hands-on experience that, uh, that I was able to apply to this. So tell me this, what's the fun part? What's the fun side of your job? What do you like? What do you, what, what is the fun part? What, what do you like? There's so much fun about it. Cause you be you and your, and your dog that you have. like, this man having so much fun. <laughs> what is going on? I think it's a couple of things. I think the first thing is, is, all of the different moving parts, right? Mm-hmm. There's so many different moving parts in construction, development, planning that uh, it always keeps me on my toes. Mm-hmm. And uh, on top of that as well, uh, I'm a hands-on type of person. Like I said, I love to be able to do any type of construction work, any type of work with my hands. So if you can imagine a house going up at any stage, I could jump in there and just try it myself. At worst, I got to, you know, call somebody in to take it over. But so the the day it, it never it, it's never the same thing over and over again. I wake up every single day. It's something new, uh, whether that's a fire to put out or you know just seeing something come to life. Uh, it's just it, that that's what I love about it personally. And of course the time, right? right? So as a real estate investor, you know you get a chance to wake up every day and just see what you have to offer the world, and that's what you go after. Uh, it's not necessarily this you know uh, mundane process. So. I love that. So do you remember the your very first project, your very first smallest project you got to your very Absolutely. <laughs> tell us tell me a little bit about your, your smallest one cuz see I'm one of these guys if, when I've watched your stuff it kind of mm-hmm. makes me feel like I, I can sell some real estate. I can get into 
building or, or invest because you make it <clears throat> you make it seem like it's uh and when I say seem like you you make us realize it's not as hard as we think it is. You know, we on the outside looking in and the first thing we start thinking about is we don't have the financing, we don't have this, we don't have that, and then you yeah. start listening to the economy. But you keep trucking along like what economy y'all talking about? From your very first investment, what was that like? Um, so I actually got a house, a uh, two bedroom, one bathroom house. Uh, we bought it at the tax auction and, um, man, I went in there and I absolutely gutted the entire thing out. Cause you know, I could tear something apart at this point. You know, I didn't know anything about, you know, real estate investing. I just saw a house said, I'm going to go get it. And, uh, I mean, I tore that thing apart from top to bottom. And I sat back and I looked and I said, what, what did I do? You know, it's like, <laughs> How did I get myself in this spot? You know, and even then I had to take a step back and, and re, you know, recalibrate mm-hmm. and say, okay, no matter what, I got to put this thing back together because, you know, of course I'm paying the note on it. I'm, you know, paying the taxes on it. I got to get this thing rolling. And uh, so it was scary, uh, you know, to say the least, but slowly but surely I learned, you know, you start to meet people whenever your back is against the wall, you tend to, uh, you tend to, you tend to show up when you right, need right. to. Uh, that's exactly what I did. I just went out there. I started asking questions, shaking hands, and um, got my little team together, mm-hmm. and we knocked it out of the park. So uh, it was it was definitely a nerve wracking process. After you just spent the most money you've ever spent, I, I think I was uh, twenty one or twenty two at the time, mm-hmm. and uh, I just like I said, I just ripped that thing apart, and I thought about it later, and I was like. I just do, you know. How do I get my money back? Yeah, exactly. You know, my dad was like, you know, I thought you were just going to come in here and paint, you know, do something. I mean, we were all the way back to the studs. The took the I took the mechanicals out. And I, everything was gone. He was like, oh, so, so. What about the the largest property you've ever done thus far? So so far, uh, I built a sixteen unit apartment complex. Um, from the ground up. And, uh, that is a, you know, a story in itself. I know on TikTok, the video is rolling 15 right, seconds, right, right, but right, right. that 15 seconds, I got a story to tell. I'll tell you that it was, it's, uh, it was definitely a process. Okay. So what would you tell a person that, that I'm, 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 I'm going to set the stage for you, right? They might mm-hmm. only have, um, they'll come out and say, well, I'm already struggling. I don't have a lot of money to start with but I really want to get into this. What would you tell them to do? Well, this is the exact situation that I was in. You know, when I, when I came out of college, I was in debt. I moved in, you know, I moved back home. There wasn't a lot of places that I wanted to live in. And I just decided to myself, you know what, this is what I'm going to go after. And this is what I'm going to do. Uh, one thing that I learned along that process is, is that you have to create value daily. Um, I decided to push the money to the back end push the even the construction knowledge, push that to the back end of the deal. What do I have to offer here? And I put all of that together, no stone left unturned. I mean, when I walked into banks, I walked in with a stack of papers, you know, that thick with all this information. And, you know, they still told me no, but I didn't take that away. You know, um, I took it as this is a learning experience. So I said, why? Every time I asked them why. Right. And of course, everybody's willing to tell you, you know, what you did, what you what you've done wrong. So they're they're naming that we're not going to give you this money because of this, this, this whole time. I'm writing it down. You know, I go back, 
I put that together, add it to my, my plan, and mm-hmm. I go to another bank. And they laugh me out and no. Why? Because you don't have this, this, this. So slowly, they're giving me the keys. They're giving me the answers, and I'm writing them down. Okay. And you, But you got to have tough skin, right? right because right. you're going to get that no. I probably got maybe eight or nine no's. Right. I had one guy who I... Uh, a banker um, who I said, he's probably going to tell me no, but he's the best shot I have. So I kicked just like I did everything else. I kicked that to the back end of the process. So he's the last person I'm going to go to because I want to build up this entire plan, you know, as I go along. Right. And by the time I got to him, it was, man, this is what I hear you saying. Build up all your no's to get your yes. Exactly. Exactly. You said it on TikTok one day because I know you be giving lessons. (laughs) Build up your nose to get your yes. Man, that's good. It's it's encouraging, man, because, you know, we out here trying to, you know, we we see all these big developments and you dream about it, you dream about it. But based on what you're telling me now, if if I'm patient enough, have thick skin and know that I'm building my nose for my yes, and then you have your complete house or your complete success. I like that, man. I like that. Build your nose to get your yes. Okay, cool. Now, what about when it comes to having a partner, business partner? So, you know, that's one of the things people are, are afraid of. When you have a business and you talk about getting a business partner, how, what, what are the goods, the bads, or should you not do that? And, uh, I, I can see it, it sounds like you about to tell me something, man. Go ahead on. What, what do you, what do you think about that? Um, man, you really have to look at business partnership. Uh, and I, I've never been married myself, but you got to look at it like a marriage. It's, okay. It's, it's very hard to separate those things after you after you merge them and you come together. And mm-hmm. so you really have to you really have to use discernment. You have to find people that are on your same page. Me personally, I'm not going that route. I'm going to do it myself as long as I can. Until sense with things clear cut. And, you know, but chances are that's not my move. Uh, I know some people, they reach to grab, you know, partnerships all the time. But. It's uh, that's a tough one. Uh, it's a tough one because there are so many variables in it, and these are you know, the, and the numbers just keep racking up. There's been so many times that I just wanted to let it all go and walk off, you know. Right. And uh, and going through what I went through, knowing that I can't control the other person's, you know, what they're going through. Mm-hmm. Chances are, if they felt like I was feeling dirty, that they probably would have. Right. And only because I was on an airplane at which I didn't have a parachute, everybody else did. I knew I wasn't going nowhere. So, you know, and I, I just I wanted to when you get into that partnership, mm-hmm. uh, you really have to understand that whenever you go your separate ways, it could get really bad. Right. And in order to avoid that. And now that I see how much you could truly get done on your own, mm-hmm. it's not really it's not really a point. Can you remember a time when you didn't have enough money? For a particular project, and you might not, you might need it to have to, and I'm talking, I'm not talking about your first house, but I'm talking about even in situations where you may have a funding got short and you needed to needed more funds. What do you do in a case like that, or have you had a situation? Am I hitting on all site all cylinders right now? Yeah, these are the struggles of 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 what you go through, especially with construction, because you never know what what can happen. Mm-hmm. I, I'll give you a story. Um, when I was building these four places, the Third building, in, in particular, mm. I stuck all of my materials in one of the bedrooms. So this was all the materials to finish out 
the the last three buildings that I had to build. Mm-hmm. The towel guy broke off the uh, the nozzle, the water valve to the shower while he was tiling it, but the water was off, so nobody nobody knew. Well, on his way out, he was washing off his tools, so he cut it on, and he packed up and he left for the day. I was gone for the day, and normally I always walk the buildings, every single apartment, every time. Today, I, that day, I did not. And literally, water just pouring, just pouring down and on top of the materials. So I was out of about $40,000 in materials alone. Not, not the, you know, and you still got to get the labor to fix everything that was messed up, fix the materials, plus the materials that it rained on, cabinets, doors, everything that can't get wet, you know? So now you're and, uh, in the project. Now I'm in a bind. And as a, as a, Young guy that they just gave a lump sum of money to, um, and and you you your accountability right. So I, I have I have accountability. I'm not walking back in there to say, give me more money because this happened. This is this is on me. I didn't walk my building, and my guy did this. And uh, accountability and character is also very huge. Right. So you know what it's time to do is it's it's time to go get it. You know what I mean? I got to figure out how to do it, and uh, I did. And uh, that's one thing that I'm proud of myself about because it took everything I had to recoup that and stay on schedule. Wow. You know, man, one of the things, and I always share this with people, uh, I'm, I'm from the South as well. Um, mm-hmm. And my mother used to tell me the only way you don't make it is if you give up. That's the only way you lose. And that's how I always go into everything that I'm doing regards to how bad it get. And, and that's probably like with yourself, I'll tell God, listen, this is above my pay grade. I need you to fix this for me because there's only so much I can do. And he always work it out. Any, any, any other investment? Are you stick or you focus uh, strictly on what you're doing? Yeah, I focus. Well, what I like to do is, is I like to focus strictly on real estate, mm-hmm. but I, I move up and down the, the, the chain. So mm-hmm. vertical integration, right? So I'll reach back and I'll start developing. And then, so I bought a skid steer not too long ago where I can build my own uh, dirt pads. And of course, people can call you and say, hey, look, I need a dirt pad. So now you get outside work, plus you save your own money on your own projects mm-hmm. uh, doing it yourself. So I reach back and I grab development. I reach forward and I grab management, mm-hmm. which as a realtor, I can also manage other people's if I want to, right. as well as, you know, con- conduct people's transactions as a realtor. Right. So I just reach up and down the same chain because you're in the industry. You're meeting these people. Exactly. Utilize that, you know. Right. Uh, if I start reaching across on everything else, I get spread too thin. But everything is is right, right in. I'm doing a lot, but it's all in the same niche. The same, man, you know what? And that's when I hear people saying they're they're a serialpreneur, an entrepreneur, doing a million different things. I'm with. I'm with a lot of different things, but they all need to be in the same wheelhouse. You know what I'm saying? If you're doing, if you whatever business you're in, you can diverse, but it needs to be within the same family of things. So you, so you can go back and reach back because you can use some of it back to what you're already doing. You know? Yeah. I, I like that idea. So do you think that they keep talking about how bad the economy is right now and how there's mm-hmm. a shortage on the market for new homes uh, people are, you know, there's a shortage with supplies and stuff like that. How are you getting through those challenges or do you not even actually have to deal with that? Okay. So, um, the, the greatest part of real estate is all of the variables. Okay. If some, if one cost increases, I know how to decrease another cost to offset it. So 
yeah, materials might be hard to find, quote unquote, but it's hard to find because you don't want to pay that price for it. Mm -hmm. So it's there. You don't want to pay for it. Um, so what I did is, is I GC my own bills and then, uh, that way it saves you about 20 to 30% on your overall cost of, of the, uh, of the home or of the complex. Okay. After that, what I do is, is like I said, I like to work with my hands. So I'm not going to go pay retail price for someone to paint inside of my units. I'll go spend $500, $600, get a commercial gray sprayer, mm. throw the suit on and you know, I'm going to go at it. Paint. Okay. Um, building fences. I build all the fence. Like I said, I do the dirt work. Right. It's, I saw, I do the sod. I, you know, it's so many different things that I take on in order to offset the cost of, uh, of rising lumber prices or rising land costs. Okay. Um, and it goes back to what I was saying earlier about creating value just daily. Right. Everything you do, you can create some type of value in it. If you break it from the macro to the micro, uh, everybody wants to go in and go buy a complex. Mm -hmm. And, but there's so many steps in there that you can save money. If you find the land off market, right? Mm -hmm. So you buy it at a discount. That's, that's one check. You know, that's one notch. I used to have a, a long time ago, I used to be into cigars and I used to buy a big box of cigars. Right. Okay. And every time I check something off the list, I, you know, I go grab one. Okay. You know, off market deals. It was my small celebration, you know? Right, right, right. right. Uh, so now we go to site plan engineering. Yeah. I could go to an engineer and say, Hey, do this project for me, get it done. And they could do it, but it's going to cost you. Right. So instead I break it to the micros. There's three things here that takes licensed work to do mm -hmm. the rest of this list. You can do yourself. So I narrow him down to those three items and he was, you know, Oh, that's all you want me to do. Uh, artists just, you know, do this. I knock out the rest of it and I go to the next, I go grab, all right, you know, that's a celebration for the day. We, then we go and we jump to the next thing. And that's, you know, that's just, that was my process to stay motivated, stay focused and uh, create value every single day because all of those things add up. And when they get put in a, a loan long term, right, you pay interest on that money. Yep. So, it, you know, three thousand dollars might not be a lot, but three here, five here, four here, six here. By the end of it, that's fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars that you're paying interest on now because you didn't want to type up something to send to the city. And you let somebody else do it. And those those are the small things that I try to create. When I say create value daily, mm -hmm. I wake up, I break things into micros and say, how can I create value in this? And it stemmed from not having a lot of money when I started. Okay. So I said, how can I create value today so that people around me can say, that's a hardworking young man. And he might not have the money. He might not have this. But I'll tell you what, he is going to go get it. I trust Smart. him. And that's what I want. That's that. That's and that's what I try to wake up every day and attack. I, I want them to know that I'm a hardworking person and I'm gonna get it done. What do you think about these tiny homes, man? Uh, okay. <laughs> we actually that was the first thing we actually looked at. You know, uh, my dad is my partner, one of my biggest you know motivators because uh, he did so much for us growing up. And I told him, I said, you know, after he retired from the school system, uh, he was a principal for. Uh, probably close to 25, 26 years. Uh -huh. um, and a part of, a part of that was I'm partnering up with you and I'm, I'm going to make sure you're good in your retirement. You taking care of me. I'm going to take care of you. Okay. And uh, so needless to say, 
we we go at it all the time. And that was his thing. He said, I want tones. He called them igloos, but that's neither here nor there. Right. He homes, right? I, I wanted the apartment complex. Mm. And the, the deal with the tiny homes are, and me and him, like I said, many nights argued about it. The equity isn't there. Mm. And so many people focus on the the the, the glimmer, the the cash flow, right? And the same oh, thing we're gonna see this much, and it makes this much, but there's no equity, you know. And so whenever you go in to get a loan, the bank wants to see that equity. They want to see appreciation. They want to see that the valuation is going to continue to go up, and the money to do it is just not there because when you get it appraised, it, it it's not worth anything. And so let me see if I got that right for for the people to hear this. The problem with the tiny homes, from what you could tell, is that there's not enough equity in it, equity in it, in order to be thinking about getting that. Even if they, even if they're costing twenty five or something right. dollars, it's just it's just not equitable. You're gonna to have to come out of pocket to get that done nine times out of ten because the bank isn't gonna loan on it. The, the appraisal just isn't there. Um, and wow. and like I said, for us personally, the game that we played, well, not game, but the process that we took mm-hmm. is. We play the equity, the equity game. Right. So, and and tie it back into creating value, right? right. So, my apartment complex deal, I bought the land for twenty five thousand dollars. Okay. Okay. It I held it for two years because that's when I had my my little home that I ripped apart. So I bought the little home and I bought the land. Right. So <laughs> during that two years, it appreciated to eighty thousand dollars. Okay. Was the land value? All right. You can take up to 80% of the valuation out as cash. Okay. Okay. So it's like a little bank account. Right. So I took that cash and I put it down on the construction loan. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Okay. So the construction loan for the first building. So okay. at this point, only thing I come off of is buying that property. Right. 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 right, right. So now they, you know, say artists, we trust you. Here goes this money. Go build one. Don't lose our money. You know what I mean? Hey, I, I got y'all. No worries. Okay, okay. So we, I build the first one and that gives you credibility because that was my first time ever good. I was so scared whenever they gave me that money because this is, like I said, I just graduated college. I was, you know, I was like, it worked. I was like, it worked. You know, it worked. And uh, so I took a job as a construction manager. I was like, I'm not touching these people money until when I say people, I mean the I bank. Exactly what you mean. I'm not touching their money until I know what I'm doing and I'm comfortable with it. And I think so many people will, will jump in there. Oh man, it, I'm going to, you know, the, I'm going to take this job within the first three months. They did such a great job of methodically training us how to build homes. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to keep my job because I still want the hands-on experience. Right? right. But I'm going to now start pulling down. Okay. Hey, let's get the dirt work done. Let's let's so I I'm doing I'm learning dirt work over here. I'm doing dirt work over here. Let's let's get the slab poured. You know? Framing, framing. I'm learning and I'm doing it. And then by the time it got to be too much, I went ahead and decided to uh leave there without burning bridges, man. I absolutely love that job. But as you can see in construction on my own, I love it. So you yeah. you can t- I love that job as well. Right. And uh but I was not gonna touch their money until I knew what I was doing. And then when I start, when I started to get a grasp of it, mm. we took off with it, and um, so I took that equity out of that building after it was built. So then they do a reappraisal on it, right? Right. You can take up to eighty percent again, and 
uh, it reminds me of my old cost accounting classes. Whenever you buy your product, you, you mark it up, you do this. Yes. So you're producing a product at cost. Right. So I'm going to have an equity margin. You know what I mean? Right. Right. And uh, I use that equity margin up to 80 percent, took the cash out. And then that's how I got the other three. Wow. And from then I leased them all out. They leased up pretty quick. Um, and they've been full for the past five years. And uh, now pay you. same thing. Right. I'm, I'm going to take the equity out, but not all the way back up to the 80 percent. Right. Because that's the, that's what they call the, the bird method. Mm-hmm. And in that bird method, sometimes it um, you can over leverage yourself. Mm-hmm. So I'm only going to take it back up to the original construction loan amount that I built it at okay. and use that to go to the next project. And then within that project, you do it again. Uh-huh. So okay. it's a it's it's a it's a rinse and repeat system. But uh, it's effective if you manage your margins, know your numbers, and be accountable to anything that goes on. And man, yeah, and most of all, don't get so excited about the money you're spending the money, and then you got to replace it. You know what I'm saying? It's like you wouldn't bought that car yeah. in this house because you know some of us will do that. We'll, we'll hey, absolutely, absolutely, and that's why I said I, I I made a point to myself: I'm not touching that money until I know what I'm doing in and out. And uh, I think that, of course. Everyone appreciated appreciated that uh, to, <laughs> to the utmost. So, well, uh, yeah, the most you would have spent the money on, from what I could tell you on Instagram, you probably would have bought a boat because you seem like you like to be by the water. Oh man! I said, man. Oh man! Those, those boats talk to me all the time, man. And let me tell you, I I, I collect boats, right? Really? I, absolutely. The, the model ones are. It's not 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 the ones. Oh, I'm gonna <laughs> call you after the shows. I'm calling you after the show. I, um, so there's a picture in the background, y'all. If you could tell of, of a development, and I asked the artist when he came on. I was like, "Do you recognize this background?" So he, it didn't catch him at first until he looked at it and realized what this background is. So tell him a little bit about this background we have back here. This big beautiful house back here. So it's it's crazy because a lot of people look at it and they see a construction site. Uh, they see uh, stone going up and but for me personally I see a ton of of uncertainty and me trying to figure this thing out with the most confidence and walk like I you know walk like I know what's going on but uh, it took me forever I, I look at the stone and like I say some people see stone I see it took me forever to find stone guys that could do a quality job and then those stone guys get mad at me because I told them Put my brick ties in there. Put the brick every add a brick tie, and all oh, they they got mad. You know, get you watching over my shoulder. Basically, brick ties tie the stone to the building so it doesn't fall. So they don't just stack up. You have to actually use brick ties to hold it to the wall. Okay. And uh, a lot of builders sometimes those guys they they miss it. I was just so adamant about every little particular thing that I literally would sit there I, oh, brick tie. Brick tie, you know, and they tease me about it now because they still work with me. You know, they tease me about it now. But uh, it's it's basically just saying I look at it and I see all these little micro details that, oh, the the stairs, you know, whenever I sent it off to the engineer, you see there's no stairs on the building. So all the guys had to jump up, up and down on ladders because I completely forgot to uh, even in my parking lot detail that the stairs come out and into the parking lot. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at that and I'm seeing no stairs on the front of it. And it kind of makes me laugh because of the, the small minor details that a rookie, you know, makes. 
I look at those dormers at the top, those two little birdhouses at the top. Yeah. They weren't a part of the original plan. And me and my framer sat there and I said, I don't like that. He said, what you mean? I said, add two dormers at the top. And he looked at me like, man, what you like, what do you think this is? You can just walk out and, you know, just throw something on the building. And, you know, of course, we laugh about it because they were all great guys. Right. They put them up there. They looked amazing. So what some people might just see as a fourplex in the background, mm-hmm. I could tell you about every inch of that building and the other three uh, because it was uh, it was it was, you know, it meant a lot to me to to make sure this went over well. A, do you have like a website or anything you want the people if they want to share? If, uh, if you have a website or anything like that, you want to share with the people? In case uh, you can just check, you know check out anything that that handles out uh, the noble investor. So uh, from TikTok to my Instagram is actually my name, Artist Edwards Junior. Okay, and um, I do have a thenobleinvestor.com. Okay, it just kind of helps people get their LLCs. Just get just get started. You know, get the basics and. Uh, so it, it has links to all the documents for people in Texas, of course, because uh, it's different in each state. But uh, any way that I can help and share knowledge to other people, I try my best to do so because there's definitely a, a ton of, uh, of passion into what I do. And uh, any way I can utilize that to help others, I'm, I'm more than willing. Uh, what they may not also know is I know it's on TikTok. He has a little, he has a brother that he goes by and get in his truck and go check on, see what he got going on. Like, Man, this, this guy's serious. Let me ride over and see what my brother's doing. So your brother's into real estate as well, huh? Correct. Uh, and he has been a property manager so far. He's been a sales consultant for, for selling new homes. Mm-hmm. Um, and now he's on the construction side for a new home company building some beautiful houses. He's building some beautiful houses and I'm proud of him. I, you know, it, it, I don't know. It means a lot to you to see your little brother do well, you know. Yes, it does. I, you know, as much as I've I've given him a hard time growing up, <laughs> toughened him up a little bit. I'm glad he's doing well. Glad he's doing well. And, and I, I do also have an older sister, and uh, she's absolutely killing it in new home sales. Um, so, and she has a 16 unit development going up right now. So, uh, yeah, we're all in we're all in the real estate industry, and uh, we are we are enjoying it. Wow, that's good, man. The family, is, the whole family is into real estate, and, and I mean, not just selling. I mean, building. Yeah, that's good, yeah. man. Well, brother, thank you so much. Continue to do what you're doing. Now, how far are you from uh, Houston? Or from yeah, from Houston. Uh, I'm about an hour from Houston, so I'm an hour from Houston, an hour from Austin. I'm right. I'm right in the center of uh, Houston and Austin. I have, I have a brother so, that lives in Houston. Uh, we're gonna play a football game in the fall. I went to school at Jackson State. Okay. Okay. Oh, so you happy? You you pretty oh, pretty excited right now, man. Man, yeah. Thank you so much. Have a great rest of the week, and I'm gonna be in touch with you. All right, and make sure you all, all like, right. share, and follow this, and y'all follow artists on Instagram if you want to see a lot, and, and TikTok if you want to see a lot more amazing stuff. All right. All right. Y'all take it easy. Have a good one. Appreciate it. All right. You too.